You're now listening to Chris Spiracy. Chris X Matt. We question everything. Break the matrix. We are the ones they fear. If we don't make the change, it's never going to change. Yo, 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 what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Chrispiracy. I am your host, the one and only Chris X Matt. There's many Chris's out there, but there's only one Chris X Matt, and that is me, that is I. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the only podcast where we continue to break the matrix. But shout out to all the other podcasts that are continuing to break the matrix. There's so many of you guys to name. There's so many people out here just uh, supporting this movement. And it's beautiful to see, you know, everyone has their little people, the little gangs, everyone has friends around them and you start your little pod and everyone's curious and they start, oh, this is what it's about. And they might stay and they might learn something from it. So shout out to everyone out here that's really putting on for the movement and the truth or community. Uh, we have an interesting guest today in my eyes. Uh, she's very, very, I love her energy. I've always loved her energy since, since when I first came across her back. Well, when I started when I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, you know, at the time, which is No Mercy, and No Mercy played a big part also in my in my awakening in the beginning. They were really breaking down the whole, not even just really the Q stuff, but it was just really they were breaking down the political stuff. Um, you know, they're really they're great at predictions. You know, Tommy and Bobby and and um herself and 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 the bod, they were really they were really always predicting things, and they would come they would come to life within months um so i appreciate uh, uh, pl- platforms that have helped me in my awakening that have helped me in my journey so when i reached out to her i was i was it was surprising that she said yeah you know i'm not again you know when i reach out to my guests i'm not saying it's hard to reach out to them and they're, that there's they're some gods that can't be touched i'm not saying it like that but you know she She's known, man. To me, she's known. She's been zapped so many times from the internet just because she's so she's so blunt. And I you know you guys know I love blunt people. I love overly blunt people. And she's one of those uh, one of those that just that just goes off, doesn't hold her tongue. And you know she gets censored all the time. She's been zapped a few times off Twitter. Um, she started a podcast, and you know the first few episodes really went up, and they zapped her after she thought, after she started talking about trafficking. Go figure, right? So who knows, guys, if Chris Bercy gets zapped after having this guest on, then hey, so be it. You know, that we will start. We'll start again. I don't care. We'll start a whole new podcast, a whole new RSS feed, whatever the fuck. You know, it ain't as long as I got Wi-Fi, they ain't stopping this shit. Obviously, you want to get smarter so they're not always taking down your platform. I get that. I get it. But that's why I'm going to start my Normie podcast again soon. You guys better stay tuned for that because I'm starting my regular one again. And y'all don't have this truther one, but if this shit gets censored, I got to lean on another one. So... We ain't talking about none of that shit out there. Um, yeah, so today on Conspiracy, we're joined by the wonderful, the lovely, deplorable Janet. How you doing today, Janet? I am excited and thrilled to be here, my dear. Thank you so much, Janet. Thank you for your energy all the time. Every time I hear you, you never sound annoyed or down on a podcast. You're always full of energy. You always... You're never like a bad time to listen to, to be honest. I appreciate that. And that's pretty much how I am all of the time. I'm very even keel, um, even though I may get a little wound up here once in a while. Mm-hmm. 
talking about my um, favorite topic of the moment, but um, yeah, I like to be positive and I don't know, just bring the truth. And well, I love the overly blunt. I'm really digging that because that is definitely me. <laughs> That's my my other podcast is called the Overly Blunt Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, just, I, lo- I heard you mention that though in in the opening, and I was like, "Yep, that is that is definitely me because I am not uh, one that doesn't speak my mind." So you don't, but you don't care that your the platforms just keep. I mean, the they keep censoring you and taking you down. That doesn't phase you. You just you just keep going yeah, about your day because you know there's always um, other people that allow me the opportunity mm. like you to come on their shows. Um, I can still get the word out regardless. And it doesn't matter how many times they remove me. I'm always going to come back. So have you tried like a uh, thinking about a different angle to approach, you know, your, your delivery or you just, just really don't give a fuck to I'm going to keep talking the I way really, I talk. I really have no bag of fucks to give. Mm. <laughs> See, that's that's yeah, that's interesting because I want to build this platform. So I, I feel like. You know, you have to watch out eventually, especially in this conspiracy community. You see, most of mostly everyone's now they're behind a paywall. They're starting to do subscription-based right. things to stay safe, and some have right. private servers. So I get that there's different ways to go about it, but it's like a so so many obstacles just to like have have a podcast, man. There is, and you know that was like um, the biggest thing was when my podcast got removed off of apple and spotify and i was only like five six episodes and and then um you know because i was getting like five thousand downloads an episode sometimes more and then i had to start over basically from the beginning on a on a new platform so i don't get the viewership that i used to get Mm -hmm. but that's okay because even if you get the word out to one person that's one person more than you had yesterday and you have, so I mean, you're you you're pretty well connected amongst the, the top dog podcasts anyway, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, have a, we have a great community of podcasters, and I like to think that a lot of us are friends. We text each other. We get a hold of each other outside of social media mm. and outside of the podcast realm. So, yeah, it keeps it going. It's kind of nice. Um, yeah, because I mean, if you go on your Twitter or if you go on your social media, it's obviously like the. I feel like you have a huge following, but obviously the numbers don't reflect that. <laughs> I used to. No, well, well that, that's what I mean. Like the numbers don't reflect it right on, on the accounts, but I feel like people know who Janet is, especially. I mean, you were part of one of the the biggest podcasts during one of the biggest times, which is you know, No Mercy. Yeah, and you know the weirdest experience I had was when I went to DC. Mm -hmm. And yes, I was in D.C. people. If you don't like it, suck it. (laughs) Um, And it was so weird for me because I'm so just like, I don't know, like the girl next door type person. Mm -hmm. I'm very humble and stuff. And people actually recognized me because I had my deplorable Janet sweatshirt on. Uh, Shout out to Bob's girlfriend for making that for me. Um, But I wore that to D.C. and people were like, holy shit, the deplorable (laughs) Janet. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, I totally I have to get a picture with you. Nobody's going to believe this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is it was just weird for me because it kind of makes me a little uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny. (laughs) That sounds weird, but I'm not one of those. I'm not boastful. 
I'm not, um, I don't have a big ego or anything like that. So it's kind of like when that stuff happens, it makes me want to like shrink into a corner because it makes me uncomfortable. Mm, if I, that makes sense. It makes sense. But looking at it from a consumer standpoint, right? So like, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm, if I were to sign you in, like, in public like that, I probably would have done the same thing. But it's interesting because... Like, to me, the way I look at you guys are, because you guys aren't celebrities, quote unquote. You guys aren't these big, famous people that you get all this attention. But to me, you guys are podcast celebrities in my eyes. So if I were to see, like, Tommy Aww. G, if I were to see Bobby, I'm like, oh, shit, it's Tommy G. Like, what's good, you know? It's, it's that excitement because, you, to me, you guys are my celebrities. Hey, wait a minute, though. You wouldn't have seen any of them because it was too cold for them to come out of their houses. <laughs> 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 I was the one out there braving the cold, and let me tell you, oh, it was man. it was brutal cold. It was it was. You were out there ooh, January sixth. Um, we walked from our hotel, which was Jiminy, a long ways away. I mean, we're talking miles. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think we left the hotel at like five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning, mm -hmm. and we didn't get back until almost twelve hours later. And so, like, standing outside literally the entire day, and there's not enough porta potties for everybody. And <laughs> people that have heard me know that, like, I have a very tiny bladder, <laughs> and I literally had to hold it all day long because, oh. you know, there were millions of people there, and there were, you know, like four pot porta potties. So, yeah, it was. It was great. Thanks, uh, Mayor Bowser, for removing all the porta potties that the city paid for. Love you bunches. <laughs> Kiss it. People couldn't see that, but I just flipped uh, her off. So there you go. Oh man, uh, Janet. Um. So what happened out there? You're out there January sixth. Was it really what, what we saw on our on our phones? They really stormed no. the Capitol. No, huh? It, no. Um. What we saw was people like praying together singing together like hugging it was very um for lack of a better term kind of like a love fest mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> not like humping on each other's legs and things like that not saying that but it was very um almost like family like like you knew everybody yeah even though you didn't. And so I didn't go. Um, and the people that I was with uh, from the Patriot Party podcast, B. Len and Meg, we didn't go anywhere near um, the Capitol steps or oh. anything like that. Uh, we were probably about, I don't know, a mile away from it. Mm. But it, the whole situation was weird because they had uh, signal jammers on the entire day. So we couldn't get on any kind of, you know, social media. We couldn't send messages, couldn't make phone calls. Wow. Like, like nothing. Um, but I, you know, it was, it was, a, it was a good experience for me just because I've never been around that kind of positive energy all in one place before from that many people. Plus I got to see buildings and stuff that I've never seen before. Mm -hmm. And thank God, um, being that I was with, Mick and Belen, uh, Mick was used to work in DC. So he was kind of like my personal tour guide, mm. which was cool for me. So it was, was a fun time. Was there a lot of uh, the QAnon people out there? Or you didn't really see too much of that? Um, you know, I didn't really see a whole lot of that. It was just basically like people that 
support America, you know, people right, are yeah. holding a lot of American flags out there. Of course, a lot of, you know, Trump flags and things like that. But right. we did see we did see some shady shit. Um, we saw Antifa show up, mm. of course, but we saw this this dude. He was dressed in um this really fancy suit and had this real fancy long <coughs> excuse me like wool overcoat mm-hmm. pulling wads of cash out of his pockets and paying people <clears throat> that were walking around in the crowd sorry got a yeah. bug in my throat <laughs> take a swig take a swig of what you're drinking what you drinking on janet you know we know you know you know for drinking you know it's you know it's beer <laughs> it's only beer all the time it's always beer. I don't drink anything else because I'm too old for that. And mm. like hard liquor, uh, like I will feel hungover for like three or four days. Oh, that's not yeah. good. Yeah. Got to do the beer. So you saw someone giving people money. Yeah. There was like um, groups of people that were like in tactical vest. Um, they were all basically wearing like <clears throat> overalls with tactical vest they were all like in gray or Uh black but he was just like tons wads of cash and we're just like what the hell what the hell is going on and then all of a sudden that group disappears and they all go toward the capitol building and of course that's when the shit started but uh, yeah people were being paid to do stuff and everybody everybody knows that i mean anybody with any brain cells knows that anyway so there's a plan coordinated thing. I'm sorry, John. I didn't even know you were on the screen. I would have definitely been on the screen. <laughs> That's why I was like flipping off. And I'm like, well, nobody can see that. You can even see it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I now realize mine was red. You're and yours me. Was... You're literally dissing <laughs> me this whole time. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel rude. I'm like, damn, her camera's on. I'm over here just on a blank screen. Oh, man. But that's interesting, you know, because we did see a lot of videos of, you know, people like saying that Antifa was getting paid. And it's just yeah. funny. It's just funny everything that that that's going, that went on because I personally thought that it was going to get overturned. You know, I thought they were going to make Trump get in and just cause more chaos and get the left mad and, you know, and get it get it going again. Yeah. So I was real surprised when it, it just it just was Biden and the way it, the way it went down. Did you have any hope that it was going to get overturned or you thought it was it was done when it, when they announced? You know, I did, but I think I greatly underestimated the amount of fuckery mm. and cheating and <laughs> voter fraud that was going yeah. on. But it's still, you know, and to my personal opinion, it's going to be really hard to continue voting until they fix that. Mm-hmm. because it, it's not going to matter who you vote for. Right. And it obviously hasn't for, for a very long time. So I don't know. We'll see. So, so do you still, are you still invested into trying to fix the system? Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can you expand on that? Like why, why would, why do you still have hope in something that I, I personally believe is broken? Cause I did go vote, oh, right? It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely broken. And, until they, you know, mandate voter ID and, you know, put in place when they take out all these stupid electronic, you know, machines and, and things like that. And until they put laws in place in each state, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wouldn't even say on a federal level, level I would just say state level, mm-hmm. that every state has to do this, 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 and this to ensure that who you're voting for is actually who you're voting for. Um, I think until that is done, uh, there's never going to be a free and fair election again. So um, people can get involved by getting a hold of, you know, local government starting there, getting involved in, you know, even like us, we live in a, in the country, but we live in a really small um, town. Mm -hmm. And so even, you know, getting involved with the voter registration process there or anything like that. Um, that's a good place to start and then go from there and go to your state level. But I mean, people have to get involved or it's never going to get done. Like I say in the intro to my, um, on the intro, my intro song to the podcast, I say, if we don't make a change, it's never going to change. And what I loved about Trump was that he gave, I think he was giving, he was making government, less there was he was making less government but he is also giving us the opportunity to save ourselves and people right. i think i think people are looking for someone to save us to save what's going right. on and that's not the case like he he was the push star he was the spark we have to eventually start thinking ourselves and taking action yeah and you know i agree with that 100 percent because it, there is nobody in any situation who you should rely on to save you for any reason um, if somebody's breaking into your house, uh, like somebody breaking into my house, I'm going to take care of it before I ever call the police. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and people need to understand that. But there are so many people that I think are just lazy. And they just, you know, the, they've been like fed off the government for so long yeah. that it's it, it, and like you know, got into that lazy mindset where, oh, well, you know, well, Joe, you know, down the street, like, you know, let him do whatever and and he could fix it for us. Well, no, that's the wrong mindset to have. you got to get off your ass and do something. So. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. But people don't care. They don't. They're lazy. And that's why I felt like I was just running into a wall. You know, I was yeah. when, when COVID first because I was keeping up with a lot. Of, I was a Q head. You know, I, I got super invested into QAnon. And mm-hmm. um, but what I appreciate about the movement was just the information that that came mm-hmm. across you know, my screens and everything that everything that I learned during that time that I was a believer, I'm thankful for. But it got to a point where um, I was I felt like I was running into a wall every time I was trying right. to tell people and show people like all this information and. I started getting mad, you know, I started ruling, ruining relationships to, you know, to an extent and started just, it was, it was not what I, it was not pleasant, but I'm here in my head. I'm thinking like, I'm doing already the, the digging for you guys. Like, look, I'm already right. just right here. But people, people are lazy and they don't care. And then people are just so, it's it just the brainwashing is so deep. It is. It's, it's a real thing. And the funny thing is, you know, like talking about having to do the research for other people. That is so very true because there's so many people that would hear me talk about something and then they'd be like, well, yo, can you like link me some articles on that? And I'm like, yo, Google the shit yourself. <laughs> I'm like, not, not trying to be mean about it, but yeah. that's the whole point yeah. is to get you to look for stuff. And it's, and that's what, you know, like, 
people would get aggravated with me and they just want to be spoon fed. Yeah. But to me, that's not helping you learn. You have to go find it yourself. And, and that's not, you know, being mean, that's not putting people down. I'm trying to get you to expand your thinking and the way that you live your life. Janet, you why, have to learn how to look stuff up. Why don't? Why do you think that some people are able to connect it so easily compared to others? Like, for example, me, probably last two, two, three years, and I feel like I've, I feel like I'm on a conspiracy top dog level in a way. But there's people that have been probably five years knowing about the government being lying, lying to us or whatever, but they still believe a lot of the stuff the government says. So why does it take them longer right. to? Or maybe not even at all. Sometimes it doesn't even click for them. Why do you think right. some get it faster than others? Um, speaking on a personal level, Correct, for yeah. me, um, I'm very inquisitive. I love knowledge and I'm like a sponge. And you can't ever get enough. Um, other people, I think, get to the point where there's so much information out there. Either they don't know where to look, they're too lazy to look, um, or it, they're happiest living in their bubble where they don't know anything. That's the one. Yeah. The comfortability. And there's a, there's a lot of people um, that are like that because uh, uh, there's a lot of people, especially like after the election and after Biden took over, that deleted their social media. And they're like... You know, I don't want to stay in tune with things that are going on. I don't want to know what's going on because it makes me live happier. Well, this is my world and I want to know what's going on mm. because if these are things that are going to affect me and affect my family, you goddamn better bet I need to know what's going on because right. if there's something I can do about it, I'm going to do it. But there's a lot of people that just don't. They don't want to know. I think that's that's it right there, though, that even though I think people get to a point where they know so much and they realize mm -hmm. what there's nothing we can do. Right. 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 And there's a lot of people that are like that. But me, I'm an eternal optimist. OK. And so I know that there's always going to be a part for me to play. There's always going to be something that I need to be doing. Facts. Yeah. And. I don't know if you're religious or spiritual or anything like that. But for me, I know God has a path for me and he put me where I was supposed to be doing everything I've ever done in my life. Mm -hmm. And so I know there's a purpose. How so. did you get into um, wanting to know about po the political stuff? And, and, you know, like when did you become aware of like they're lying to us? I'm going to keep up to this stuff. Um, what era you know, was that? Or time? I used to hate I used to hate politics. Because uh, my parents were big into politics, but my parents are on the opposite side of the spectrum from me. <clears throat> and hearing them talk about stuff and seeing people on the local level, I'm like, ugh, like this is just disturbing and disgusting to me. And, you know, I yeah. like tuned it all out. But um, I had a sister that um, died from a medication injection for, for a migraine. Mm. And that sparked me to go to medical school. And so, you know, that's when I started my medical career. And then, 
you know, taking an oath to protect your patients and I'm seeing things that aren't quite adding up. So the medical field is actually what opened my eyes to a lot of things, which in turn led to looking at all the government corruption that's tied to the medical corruption. And I was like, "Mm, there's a lot bigger picture here. And so the more you dig into things, the bigger it gets. <laughs> so, yeah. So, know, that's so, what started it. And then right now, so you having a background in, in nursing or, you know, going down that mm-hmm. field, when all this went down, what's I was like, I don't know, red flags is just going in your head. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, it was insane. And it was like, um, you know, like there's really loud alarms. Boo! I constantly felt like that in my head and I was like okay yeah nothing they're saying is making any sense because um, knowing how virology works and knowing how long it takes for things to jump from an animal to a human I'm like no 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 and then you start looking into the patents (laughs) and you're like hmm yeah. They've been working on these patents for literally over a decade and they're trying to pull coronavirus out of dogs and pigs and whatever. And I'm like, that's I'm starting to go ding 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 ding. And then, you know, you see the government funding from the Obama administration, of course, through <laughs> none other than Dr. Fauci. <laughs> um you know, where they're funding the Wuhan lab. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. And then I'm looking up more and more like patents and stuff. And then I get into um, the Bill Gates Foundation and his ties to these patents and all of these companies. And then, you know, it just like spiraled. And I'm just say, oh my God. And you could literally spend 24 hours a day seven days a week researching stuff and still never get to the end of the information like ever. And how do you, do you balance that? (laughs) Um, I have a rule, absolutely zero social media in the mornings Mm. at all. Okay. That's smart. Um, cause even though I'm retired, um, I don't just sit on my butt all day. I have stuff to do at home inside and out i have you know chores i got errands to run i have i'm doing all these other you know my podcast and other shows that i've been on a lot lately and you know and so i have to break it up and you know focus on my life my personal life and then i'll research some and then you know i may record a show with somebody and then i'll take a break and you know like do dinner or something and then maybe do like heavier research at night when like everything's calmed down and everybody's in bed so i just you don't think have that, to, i have to make time for it you don't think the rabbit hole gets so deep and lonely and de- depressing um for me no because okay. like i said i'm a very positive person and so even if I get into something that's really dark um, or what some people may say is like terrifying information or, you know, whatnot, <clears throat> I don't allow negativity to affect me. Um, and I'm so even keel all the time. I never get irritated. I never get mad. I never get, 
you know, like uh, depressed or anxious or anything like that. As long as you keep a positive mindset and be like, okay, I'm looking at, yeah, this is bad information, but I'm going to use this information to help somebody else or to let somebody else know that this exists. Mm, You know, uh, I just don't allow negativity in. So that's the way I live. Yeah. Damn, that's a good way to look at it because I, because all of last year, as soon as twenty, as soon as the COVID stuff start hit, because I was following, you know, I was following everything going on even prior to the lockdown and everything. So when the lockdown mm-hmm. came, I felt like I had all the ammo. So that's when I really started posting crazy on Instagram, trying to show people, like. But I did fall for the whole, the celebrities are getting locked up, or maybe they, maybe they did, you know. But I did, I did fall for that whole narrative. Uh, children being saved maybe they did too i don't know you know we never saw i just don't know i just don't know Janet. that's that's the thing that i felt like i invested so much energy into this thing and i was keeping up with so much stuff but i never saw any results to where i finally right. was like you know what this is gonna be a flip because i thought they were all gonna get arrested i did believe that i thought they were all leave, all the ceos were stepping down because they're gonna get arrested but no they saw the pandemic coming it's like i don't know i don't know it's so hard to just try know, to keep it and it is for a lot of people, I think what you said is really important because a lot of people live and die on um, whatever hill they're on, whether it be, you know, watching celebrities get locked up or politicians get locked up or whatnot. The thing that people need to understand is that our world is so fucked up um, and it's way worse than anybody could ever imagine in a million years. Um, the system is rigged against us, not them. And so, honestly, it, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if that if nobody ever goes down for any reason at all, no matter what they did, um, just because they protect each other, you know. And then you've got government agencies that are also protecting these same, you know whether it's a pedophile or, you know, whatever the case may be, the, the media protects them. The three letter agencies protect them. Everybody literally protects each other. But if it's one of us, oh yeah, we're going down in flames. Yeah, definitely. I'm not, I'm going to use the, um, the Hillary excuse. I'm going to bash my phone with a hammer. Um, I'm going to, bash my laptop and everything else and be like what like (laughs) i didn't know you couldn't do that there's warrant like i'm gonna use the same defense in court that these jackasses do all the time and i'm gonna be like hey you let them off and said it was okay for them double standard sorry Mm. yeah janet i feel like I feel like a lot of the stuff that's that's shown to us right the stuff that we come across like don't you think sometimes it's just to keep to just to keep the the mind racing and to keep us yeah. mad and to keep us like yeah. so invested into a, a theater, right? Yeah, because um, they have to sell you fear porn mm-hmm. um, or anger porn, as I like to call it, about anything and everything like um, the the fake race stuff that's going on. Not saying there wasn't a problem with racism in the past, but was there really? I'm just saying because the government literally fucking lies about everything. Yeah. I have never met a person that I don't like 
unless you're an asshole. And if you're an asshole, I don't like you and it doesn't, I don't care if you're pink. Yeah. It doesn't make any difference. Mm-hmm. Um, like my friends, I don't, I don't see that. I don't see color. I don't see, you know, I, I've never had that kind of mindset or attitude. So mm-hmm. selling you something fake um, to get you upset is so that they can sell you a quote solution in in the guise like they always do whether it's public health or public safety you know so there's always an agenda behind anything and everything that they push a hundred percent i i i I totally i I believe that a hundred percent but i also just feel like it's just to harvest our energy yeah you know that's why i kind of look at it and and that's true like what you said is extremely true because um the more angry and upset that they can get you, mm-hmm. um, since the world is energy, um, we are energy beings. Yes. The more upset they can get you, and and think about like Bob's used this analogy before, but like Monsters Incorporated, what did they do? They created fear. Yes. And scared kids to take their energy, and that is so true. Um, on so many levels and I don't know there's a lot of people that probably won't understand this but I like to say there's a lot of energy vampires for sure um, and then in the wording that you know if you're around somebody that they just give you the willies or you just get this like sick feeling being around them or it, like makes you irritated or you know whatever those are energy vampires and they're taking from you everything they can. And so if there's anybody negative in your life, that's constantly negative, constantly angry, get rid of those people because it's a draw on you. And then it drags you down that rabbit hole where then you have anxiety and you have depression because they took all your good energy and made you feel like shit. So then guess what? You're going to the doctor and they're going to sell you some pills. Hmm. There's a cycle. Yeah, there's a cycle. There's a cycle right there. And that's what they do. And, you know, they encourage all these kids to get on social media Mm -hmm. and create an account. And then you get on there and you get all these mean kids because kids are mean. They're awful. Um, Same thing with females. They're mean and awful, too, (laughs) Um, which they are. But, you know, and then it's like constantly a barrage of of personal attacks. Mm -hmm. You're fat. You're ugly. You're stupid. You're a whore. You're a slut. You're this. You're that. You're whatever, whatever. And then all of these kids are depressed. And then everyone is on medication now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a, and I mean, it has increased like 5,000%. Yeah. The amount of kids on anti-anxiety meds, same thing for adults. Yeah, I was um I I've uh spoke about this already on my pod, but I've got it. I got injured back in January. I got high sciatica issues and they were trying to put me on painkillers so bad mm-hmm. and I kept telling them no, like I'll just smoke some weed. I'm going to go to the chiropractor, yep. but I'm yep. not no. <laughs> I'm not getting on the painkillers. Yeah, I'm the same way, and I hate medication um, to a T, and it's like every medication is designed 
to make you need other medications as well because they all have side effects. And so instead of making you stop a medication that's giving you side effects, they give you another medication to counter the side effects. Mm-hmm. And then that one has problems, my, you know, or my- it messes with your liver. And so then you have to take, you know, such and such to fix your liver. The which then causes diabetes, <laughs> which then, you know. My grandma cannot even function without her pills anymore. Exactly. Yeah, that's sad. It's and that's it. the way it is. It's a it's a lifetime loop cycle that they sell everybody into. Correct. And if you and if people would do the research, um, herbs, spices, uh, things like that make a huge difference. They use them in, you know, ancient medicines and stuff. Yep. And I'm going to say ancient Chinese medicine. I know people hate mm-hmm. that, but. Um, They also used them in Indian cultures. Yeah. And it was like herbs and things from nature that heal you a hell of a lot better than anything you're going to get from a pharmaceutical company that's manufactured in China. Hello. My mom mom works for a pharmaceutical company and she tells me. Well, she (laughs) (laughs) no, but she's but she's on our side. Like, no, she's she's in there, but she's she's very. She she was she was telling me like oh my boss is actually out there looking for the, before the vaccine even came about she was telling me yo my boss is out there he would he's in he's in um England developing the vaccine so uh-huh. she so she's always giving me like the loop of stuff and everything that's going on so she's always up to date but she says like she always tells people like I work for a pharmacy I know what they're trying to do to you guys like I know exactly. like so she's always trying to help people out and she 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 sees what they do so my mom's, she's very smart she always telling my grandma she tells my relatives like. Yeah, of course they're going to give you that because they want you to get hooked on it. And then, you know, (laughs) you know, and it's the funny thing is because um, like drug reps always come into the office to, you know, push their products and stuff to get the doctor to prescribe. Um, The more of the medication the doctor prescribes, the more of a kickback the said companies get, um, one of which being one of the Vaccine manufacturers. Anyway. So, but it's like they they have diabetes meds they're yeah. trying to to push, and then they bring the office like fuck tons of bags of chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> or like uh you know the whatever milkshakes or whatever from Starbucks. I don't drink. Yeah. Coffee, but it's you know what I'm saying. But it's always like really packed with sugar shit while you're trying to sell diabetes meds. Okie dokie. You know not not fishy at all. You know when I really realized, Janet, that people were just dumb and no matter what, when it was when Trump said the sun gives you vitamin D and they said they didn't believe it. And they're like, Oh my god, Trump said it must be false. Oh yeah. And it was like, was like so funny because like at the time, um, I was doing periscopes with Bob. Oh, man. And it, so I'm telling people, I'm like, you know, vitamin D mm-hmm. is one of the best things you can do, along with taking vitamin C and zinc. Um, super important to do those things, and bam, people were getting nailed off of social media left and right for for talking about vitamins or the sun but you can't talk about the sun because by golly bill gates and harvard university want to block that out 
Just saying. How do you, how do you even block the sun though? I, I don't know. That's their project. <laughs> They've been working on this project for years now. Oh, it's big. And so think about this, though. On those lines, okay, everybody that's getting this vaccination, um, there's weird stories coming out that, like, um, blindness and all this shit. It's something I saw yesterday. Um, and stories from, uh, like, people eating someone's face. Um, what? Or, yeah, there's been, like, cases wow. where p- people are, like, gnawed on somebody. Hello, don't chew on me. Um, but what if this project to block out the sun, mm-hmm. coupled with the vaccine, what if they're making a race of humans that don't need sunlight or plant life, oxygen, to live? Because the CDC themselves came out with information on how to prepare for a zombie apocalypse. They did. They did. did. Yeah. Is that not weird? You've got stories of people eating faces. Now people are not being able to see from the vaccine. Got Bill Gates blocking out the sun with Harvard of all places. Hello. Yeah. Uh, Satanic University, Mm -hmm. USA. Um, so what if that's the thing? What if they're creating a new species or new race of people? I mean, they say, I know that's kind of far-fetched and weird, but is it really? Nothing's far-fetched now. <laughs> nothing is far-fetched. <laughs> nothing, Janet, nothing. I, not, now I don't, I don't, I don't even know no more. I'm so, I'm not surprised by anything anymore, but that's an interesting Me way either. to look at it. That's an interesting way to look at it. I didn't. Because they, they say that the vaccines are altering your DNA, right? Right. So. But think about this, too. Um, like, you would have to not believe in the globe theory anymore um, that they've been trying to sell for eons now. We passed To believe <laughs> blocking out the sun because uh, well, it's the sun creates the shadows on the earth, the the sun creates photosynthesis in the plants, which, you know, create oxygen, which also puts carbon into the atmosphere, um, which they're big on removing all of the carbon from the atmosphere. So if they block out the sun, then the globe theory falls apart. Yeah. Because of everything they've ever said about the globe theory. So what's the new theory going to be? I'm just saying. They, they don't, I don't feel like they care anymore because most of us don't care. And that's so sad. That's so sad. That's true, though. That's true. There's a lot of people that don't care about there's, there's so much, much anything. There were so many holes in, like, all the psyops, right? All the, the, the killings that, hap- that happened recently, even down to, like, the George Floyd one. There's so many, so many holes in all those stories to where... It's so obvious. Like the casket was so small. It's like so like stuff is so obvious. And, and for pe- a little kid, right? Hey, wait, wait, wait. No, they probably used the mannequin <laughs> that was at the scene to put in that baby yeah. casket. <laughs> but this is what I mean. Like they taunted, they show us in our face, and people just there giving the energy. Take it. I'm gonna cry for this yeah. guy. Morning, someone that's never you never met, and it's. That's so unfortunate. That's why I, I don't want to say that I gave up because the reason I really started 
like podcasting was because I like having my I like getting the word out. And if you don't want to listen right. to me, that's cool. Go push play. Exactly. Yeah, and that's the way I am too because um, I'm always gonna say what's on my mind, and that's why like deplatforming me, it's mm. not gonna matter because um, I will go stand in my front yard and talk if I need to. You know what I'm saying? You are not gonna make me ever like be quiet. Period. It doesn't yeah. matter how many times you remove me from Twitter or how many times you remove my podcast i'm always gonna find another way because i have stuff to say so come at me you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh man so janet how do you make it onto or how do you make it onto no mercy how does that how does that come a thing i know you guys are friends but how do you how does that eventually yeah, come into your and, life me and bob have known each other for a long time and uh, Bob and I started out doing periscopes together. Um, and he was always like, oh, dude, you totally have to come on the show and whatever and talk about, you know, Corona and stuff. And I'm like, ah, shit, no one's going to want to listen to me. And so then he had to talk Tommy into letting me come on the show. And that took a long time. Really? And so um, I didn't have any recording equipment at the time, so I had to drive all the way over to Bob's house to record. And so we do a pre-call first. And so he's like, yeah, he really want to talk to you before, you know, we start recording. I'm like, okay, no problem. And within five minutes, he's like, oh, my God, you're worse than the guys are. And I'm like. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Because I just, um, you know, like they were afraid, Tommy. very afraid to have me on because he's like, oh, she's a girl. I'm totally going <laughs> to totally gonna get offended and it's going to hurt her feelings and uh, we can't do it. And he's like, oh, Fucking Jesus. Tommy. He's like, she is worse. She is worse than all of you guys like put together. <laughs> like, oh, my God. And so it just kind of you know went from oh there oh my and, gosh tommy that's funny and it was so funny for a while because um like he would have bob call me because he was i'm not gonna say scared of me but he was kind <laughs> of afraid to talk to me for a while and so he would have bob call me and bob would be like tommy wants to know if you're mad at him he thinks you're mad at him because you were really mean to him on the show or whatever, or really mean in a text thread. And he's like, he wants to know if you're mad at him. And Bob was like, dude, she's just better at your game than you are. So he got to be like a joke, but yeah. yeah. But he, <clears throat> he let you, he let you in because you became, I yeah. think you became a favorite on the show. It's funny that well, you, it's funny that you and bot the bod uh, became, or Kurt became uh, a lot of people's favorite. And you guys are like the least on it. I love Kurt. Kurt is so funny. <laughs> he, really and he, he does his part so well. Yeah. Um, he's just absolutely hilarious. Yeah. But like the conversations with Bob, that's the kind of conversations that we have like when we hang out mm -hmm. and stuff. But yeah, everybody's got a very different personality yeah on there so did uh you feel like your your um 
obviously your followers started building up after you thought you were on that show or they already you already had your following prior to that um i had like 20 some thousand on twitter mm. before i got on the show wow um, jenny and then it kit you know it it would go up and then of course i got nailed and you know lost that five times now five um, times yeah and so now like my Twitter following is like really tiny compared <laughs> to what it was before. But like, I don't really care about that because, um, you know, you could have like 150,000 followers on Twitter or whatnot, and you may literally only interact with 10 people. Yeah. You know, so those other, you know, bunch of people, like, so what? You know, like the people that are on my Twitter now, like I interact with them on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, like um, if people reach out to me, I always respond. I always tried to do that when I was on the show, too, because um, customer service goes a long way. Mm. And some people are like scared to talk to me or, oh, my God, she's never going to reply or, you know whatever i just love people mm. and i love like people's stories and and stuff like that and so unless you're like send me a message and you're like a total jackhole of <laughs> course i'll respond yeah but i do get some crazy messages so yeah yeah we get you get th you get threats or no oh yeah i've i've had a lot of that and um which I anything don't. in person though? Any 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 time I've been you've been confronted in person? Um, I've never had anybody confront me in From person. The internet. It's just you know, it's just like um when I used to be in the Discord chat and stuff like that, there would be people that constantly come after me and they're like, We're gonna slice you up and watch you bleed out and blah 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 and I'm like Okay. Why? Have a good day. I don't know. But yeah, I, I got targeted like a lot especially in the discord but you know I, I i don't really care and i don't i don't do that anymore um i went my own way and i've just been doing my own thing lately so all of that like crazy psycho behavior has gone away too mm. like i don't have that anymore so so damn, you branched off and did. <laughs> You're not gonna be on Four Deep Media. No. Mm. No. No. I. I. You know. Like I said before, when you have negative energy around you, you have to make a change. Yeah. Um. And so I did, and you know, like things are back to peaceful and calm, and no drama, and. You know, it allows me the freedom to, like, do everybody else's shows yeah. or, like, record, you know, five of my shows a week or, you know, whatever I want to do. I can do a lot of a lot of cool things. So, yep. You have a brand. I'm, kind of, I'm kind of all over the place right now doing, you know, a bunch of different stuff. I'm, and I know it sounds like cheesy, but um like Bob's girlfriend bought me a blank cookbook. So I'm, I don't have any cookbooks. I make my own recipes. Mm. And so I'm 
writing a cookbook right now. So there you go. That's fire. I like that. I like that. Yeah. There's so many, there's different sides to like, cause I feel like when people find out about like the content you speak on that they feel like there's only one side of you, you know? And it's like, no, I'm into, like you said earlier, I'm into being outside, you know, cooking. And oh, I love being outside. Yeah. yeah. So I spend I like most that. of my time outside and, you know, I'm a very creative person. I'm very um, crafty at things. I can fix things. Uh, so I have a lot of sides to me that people don't really know, but, um, you know, I'm doing some different research projects and kind of working on my own, uh, merchandise and, and yes. things. Yeah. That, that people don't think of, like I said, I'm, I'm doing a cookbook. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, and it's an out of Janet's head cookbook. So there you go. It's a what? It's an out of my head cookbook. Yeah. You got to know Janet. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I'm, I'm happy for you. And I'm glad that you found you find more peace, you know, branching off and doing your own thing. Because yeah. it's so nice when you when you have that peace of mind, too. Yeah. And it kind of just like it was so like being in all of the um, media all the time and stuff, it, it was really hard for me to um, to create mm. things of my own because I was constantly like, you know, I don't know, just felt very like held down and yeah. like you have to do this or that. And now I can be like anywhere and everywhere that I want to be. So... Mm -hmm and doing all kinds of different cool stuff. So kind of enjoying that. Um, so you still keep up with a lot of, obviously a lot of the political stuff, right? Cause so can you answer the, maybe you can answer this for me. Um, what vaccine passports, is that really going to be a thing? How's it looking? Um, they are really trying to do that, but I'm going to say this. I don't know how they would ever enforce that because that is a violation of so many, not only um, civil rights laws, but also um, HIPAA laws. Um, mm. There would be so many things and uh, Americans for Disabilities Act, things like that, because there are people that cannot get the vaccination even if it was mandatory because they're allergic to, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever shit is it's in the in vaccine there. that we still don't know yet. Um, you know, and so that's a violation for the Americans for Disabilities Act. So without them changing every single law that that would impose upon or break, uh, there's no way they could do that. Yeah, no, it would be it would be massive lawsuits, literally twenty four seven. Yeah, that's the only one I'm that I'm really that one and the and the Second Amendment one are the ones yeah. that I'm I'm really worried about because I'm not. I mean, I, I my parents live in Florida, so I like you know flying over there often and visiting. So right, that's the only one. I'm like, ah, man, I can't get one of these. I can't. I'm not trying to yeah. get vaccinated. Yeah, no, um, that's when 
I will drive in a car. Yeah. Go anywhere. Yeah, like true. I had to fly to my friend's house and then we drove to DC together. Um, that is literally the only time I've worn a mask this entire time because it's fucking mandatory on a plane. Mm, um, that's true. That's the worst. And so I'm kind of an asshole to the point where like I drew all over my mask. <laughs> and so like it was a, you know, like I drew this face with these fang teeth and all this stuff uh-huh. and wore that like through the airport and on the plane and stuff. And I'm like, eh. and of course it's like, looks like it's chomping on something, <laughs> but I'm like, people are like, you have to take that off. And I'm like, actually, no, I can't take it off. Cause it's against protocol. Like I have to wear a mask, but they did not like the fact that I doodled on it. <laughs> but I used to do that at work too. If they made me like I had pneumonia once and they made me wear a mask, even though I still had to come to work with pneumonia. Wow. Um, they made me wear a mask because I couldn't get a flu vaccine. And so every day I would like make different stuff on my mask and it used to piss people off to do that. The patients loved it. It just didn't make administration happy. <laughs> That is some deplorable Janet shit. (laughs) Not about the administration. It's about making my patients smile when it works. So there you go. I love that. I love that. I love that. What do you think is going on with the, I don't know where, you know, Bill and Melinda Gates? Uh, (laughs) I I posted, or I sent it to um, the guys from Dangerous World Pod yesterday because um, one of the guys really... Uh, likes Bill Gates. Like for real? <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's, he's a Bill Gates fan. I love you, Brandon. Um, <laughs> so I I sent it to his partner in crime, Ryan, and, and I was like, check this shit. And he's like, oh, Brandon's probably going to cry about this. And I said, just pass it on to him. I'll send him a pacifier and some pampers. <laughs> I think it's fantastic, but at the same time, not surprised because I know somebody that um, is aware of somebody, let's say, in their personal security team that said they've been living apart for quite a while. Um, And one of two options, A, uh, she, he, <laughs> Mel, whatever her name is, his, her, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whatever her pronoun, their Correct. pronoun is. Correct. Um, a either she found out he's not really a doctor, like MSNBC <laughs> seems to think, or B, he gave her a vaccination that <laughs> sterilized her and turned her into a dude. I'm just saying, it's one of the two. <laughs> Those are the options, people. Pick one. Oh, <laughs> or maybe both. Gates. I'm not sure. What happened, yeah. Billy? What happened, Billy? You know what's the 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 weird synchronicity though? Synchronicity sync sync is that uh I don't know if you're into astrology and numerology, but you know, they get divorced in their 27 years of marriage. Yeah. Which is a 9. And then he's a he's born Bill Gates is born the year of the goat and this is the year of the ox, their enemy signs. So that's funny. You know, even that. There's a lot of people that seem to think that that's an indicator that something 
really nefarious is getting ready to go down. Um, I'm not sure because every day something nefarious goes down. <laughs> yeah, but when do you really think it's going to get like, I know I got shaken up a little bit last year because I feel like last year was the first time that the our, the illusion of freedom got tested. Right. The, the first time ever since, you know, I know we're free to an extent. You can't just go to Antarctica. You can't go to certain places. I get that you can't just go anywhere, but I feel like, you know, people think we're free. Well, wait, wait, wait. But you can come to America Ooh. from anywhere. Just saying. Ooh. So you can go anywhere as long as you're not from here. <laughs> I never so. looked at it like that. So I'm just saying. But people... <laughs> Like Fuck we can't, we have limits on us, but people outside of us do not. Yeah. So you never heard that on podcast before, have you? No. Nope. You fucked me up with that one. I never looked at it, it like that. We, we really, yeah. Anyone can. Janet's fucked up mine myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. We can't go anywhere, but everyone can come here. That's wild. Yep. Man. <laughs> what what do you think so what like, what do you see as being uh in in a year then like do you really, when do you think this this paradigm is really gonna get shifted like we have military in the corners and everything do you think it's gonna get like that or you think we have a while from that do you think war first or soon i i what do you think is gonna play out um that is a very interesting question because it depends on what happens with the biden administration um, of which Biden is not in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to throw this out there. Um, I see him dying sometime soon. Mm. Um, he seems to me, and this is not wild speculation or anything. This is yeah. coming from years of practice. Uh, he seems like somebody that has all... In, ugh. End stage Alzheimer's Um, from things that I've read before, like Kamala can't actually qualify to be president. Um, That would make things very interesting. But I think if they force the gun issue or um, try to impinge on any more rights, I think think they're probably going to be happy that they built um all of the fencing around the capitol building that's what i think Mm. um people don't rise up and they have not in history until there was an issue um the french people right now are calling for uh the same kind of thing a revolution and so their leader is kind of a jackass too. Um, so I, I think he should tread lightly because he's kissing China's butt yeah. um, and pissing Russia off. And I think maybe one of the world leaders is probably going to take him out if he doesn't die on his own. That's just a guess. And what do you think the plan is? is uh, who do you think they're gonna try to implement? Or who, what do you think is gonna happen with our with our leadership? I mean, our our administration. 
Um, I think they will try to implement somebody from the GOP for it. I don't think anybody from another country would ever be um, brought up on charges or whatever. They would try to pin it on uh, somebody that didn't do it. And then that's going to be really interesting to see what happens as far as um, what kind of government will take over. Because if she's not able to, and he's out of the picture, that puts Pelosi in place. Um, no. <laughs> and I don't know that we could survive very long chompers in charge. <laughs> I really like to listen to her giving a state of union address. <laughs> With your butter vodka in her hands. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I had to do that because I haven't impersonated her for oh, a while. So there you go. This episode, that, that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. I don't want her. No. Hey, people that don't know me, um, I'm a total weirdo, total goober. I like to have fun. I hate being serious. And so, yeah, I'm always going to be goofy. But I think if Pelosi takes over, um, we're going to increase the free um, for people. And we're going to include bottles of vodka. We're going to include Xanax and um, the Jenny's ice cream that she likes to have stocked in her fridge. So have you got more free stuff on the way. Have you gotten this, uh, this letter from the White House? What that that we're gonna get another check? Yeah, yeah, that's what we got one of those the other day. And- <laughs> this guy said uh, <laughs> he said uh, a law that will help vaccinate America and deliver immediate economic. Well, no, he said uh, when I took office, I promised the American people that help was on the way. The American Rescue Plan makes good on that promise. This bill was passed to provide emergency relief to millions of Americans. I want to be sure you re- receive all the benefits benefits that you are entitled to. Like, come on, bro. We're well, still, we're but st- here's the thing people don't understand. It's our fucking tax money. It's our tax money that they're taking to give back to us. Yeah. But you can have a penny from the $30,000 that we took from you. You can have a penny. Um, but we're going to take the rest of the 29,999, whatever, and we're going to send it to Pakistan for gender studies because that's <laughs> yeah. fucking important. And the time that you're struggling, um, they're struggling too, because, you know, they don't normally launch uh, homosexuals off of buildings or anything. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to give them more money yep. uh, to help do so. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. saying there's anything wrong, gender studies. If you want to study that, I'm really sorry. But the point is, <laughs> it is our money mm-hmm. and we get no say and how our tax dollars are spent Mm -hmm. because they decide for us that they're going to spend, you know, $50 billion for the Smithsonian or because, you know, there's nothing shady there either. 
um, you know, or the gender studies or abortions in Paraguay or, you know, whatever the hell. Yeah. They're telling you, basically, you are here on this earth to serve us. And here's a middle finger for you. Um, Fuck off because we're going to take your money and create more slush funds for ourselves. Even though you can't put foot on the table, we don't really care. So they're telling you to fuck off. Yeah. And people are so dumb they don't even see it. Just saying. That's my personal opinion. And even like fourteen hundred, I'm not like, yeah, that ain't nothing. I'm not saying we need to rely on the government, but come on, like people are really content. And that's the sad part too that people would be content with getting a, a monthly fourteen hundred dollar payment exactly. from the government. They're priming everybody for a universal yep, monthly a, income. Mm-hmm. Um, I think which, Yang- guess what? You're paying for yourself, so you're paying yourself to get a universal monthly income um, by them taking your tax dollars. And then giving it back to you, sort of. Okay, that makes perfect sense. But people are so dumb, they don't get that. Yeah. People are dumb, Janet. I'm tired. I'm tired of trying to show people the way. I know. But you know, there are some people that you should never show. Because they will never look. Mm. Um, They'll never open their eyes. You could literally... Show them every video, show them every piece of research, absolutely everything on the planet. And they're like, nope, don't want to see it. Those are the people don't waste your time on. Like if you're going to be, if if you're the type of person that's very close-minded, you're not the type of person that needs to have a conversation with me. Because people with a very closed mind... Mm-hmm. Are, are never going to be open to any kind of discussion at all. I guess until they're affected, you know, directly. It wouldn't matter. No, not even there's then. A lot of, there's a lot of people that um, because they're so close-minded that it it wouldn't matter what happened. Mm. They still wouldn't, wouldn't see anything wrong. Um, still wouldn't see an issue with, you know, whatever. Um, they could steal some people's children and do whatever to them and it it still wouldn't affect them like at all there's just people like that and i know that's really sad but there are people like that yeah did, did i just bum you out i'm sorry it's not it's not that you bum me out cuz i look past all this stuff like i really i i vibrate past all this but you still want to look out for the people that you love right the people around you and i know they're not they're not they're not maybe they're not supposed to understand it in this lifetime they're not it's not supposed to click for them i get that part but it's like man i really love you and that's why i'm really trying to show you guys the way i don't even have kids and i'm trying to give you guys this information to help your kids out right and that's yeah. that that's why i'm like because I stopped doing that. I was that person that was trying to put everybody up on game. And like I I feel like I just I gave up because I'm, I'm just in a pot about it because I seem like you guys don't really care. I don't want to argue mm-hmm. anymore. I don't care. If you, if you guys don't want to hear it, that's fine. So if you mm-hmm. do want to hear it, I'll send you here and you can push play. 
and then maybe and i always tell people don't even believe what i'm saying go go hopefully i spark something that you go look into whatever i say and you do your own research because right. you shouldn't believe anyone you know right. I, just take the message who fuck the messenger take the message and then do something with it and and, and, and go do your own diggings your own research but people like you said earlier people don't want to break that illusion that they have of this world that we, that they're in and that right. thing that, and that kills me even more too because you know at work i use this for example I, when covid first started at work my boss would go in there and he he was really up like sad and worried like I, i'm gonna take something home to my kids my wife is in the and he would say he was he would be up all night crying because he didn't he didn't want to you know get his people his family sick and in my head i'm like that's more fucked up to me then then mm-hmm. the, uh, that's more fucked up that the news is doing that to people than this actual whatever's going around that is eating people and, alive yeah and it's so funny because um there are people that we know from like his job that social distance and wear masks inside their home and like they're married couples and they like won't kiss or touch or whatever and i'm like you must have a really poopy marriage then because i'll be damned if i'm gonna like not kiss my husband or my kids or you know oh you have cooties even though you live in my house you have cooties get away from me ew yeah like no that's not gonna happen not in my household i mean hello did I ever worry as a nurse because hello, I was exposed to all kinds of shit every day. Did I ever once come home and go, okay, everyone stay away from yeah. me because you might catch something. No, it's good to expose people to things. That's how you build up your immune system. Yeah. <laughs> that is God given. Hello people. But then, but, yeah. then the, the, but then the mainstream media is showing fake videos in, in China of people just dropping dead. So when this when this thing hits, people think that's going to start happening to them. And that's when then I, and you know, and if you're up to date on what's going on, if you're up to date to the fuckery, that wouldn't have gotten you. You know, you would you would be past right. like, oh, it's deadly. Because now people, because once people got it and they said, you know, they got, they got better, it, it, it killed that whole illusion that this thing was deadly. Because people are like, oh, yeah. it's whatever now, bro. I had it. You'll be good. And it's, you know, it's so funny. It's not, we know, I think, three people that had it. And one guy was like, oh, I lost my sense of taste and smell for, you know, a couple weeks. And one guy's like, oh, you know, I sneezed and I had a fever for like two days. Mm -hmm. And then it was gone. And the other guy's like, yeah, it was like a cold. Like it was nothing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... I have been around SARS and MERS. Ebola. Ebola. Uh, swine flu, whatever. <laughs> all this other made up shit. Because um, they're all made up. Yes. Um, but I've been around all of that. And guess what? I've never contracted it and I've never died. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Literally in contact with patients with hiv or you know anything else and and uh, uh hello i don't have any of that i'm mm-hmm. still here mm-hmm. uh bullshit i call bullshit bullshit i call bullshit on the entire 
medical industry. Yes, I do. Bullshit from the beginning. Because I remember even like the whole narrative from the jump to where. Because I told people like, why would you go get tested if you don't if you don't feel sick? Well, bro, you might have right. the and you might have the symptoms that you don't even know. I'm like, that makes no sense. What in the what in the right. history of being sick have you ever just gone to the doctor to make sure if you're sick of something? Exactly. <laughs> like, but we're oh, here. When in the history of mankind have you ever seen stupid goober dorks driving in their car with mask and gloves on? Do you do that every year during flu season? No, you fucking don't. Do you wear do you wear a hospital PPE gown and gloves and a mask and a face shield? Driving in your car, going to the grocery store every year during flu season? No, you do not. Do you wear it during cold season? No, you do not. Mm -hmm. So all of these momos that are out there right now doing all of this dumb shit, that's fine. You do you. I'm going to make fun of you personally. But don't push your stupidity on me because I warn PPE equipment before, and they're like, oh, my God, well, it's it's why do you think that surgeons wear masks <laughs> in the surgery room? And I'm like, because surgeries take a really long time, and you sweat, and you sneeze, and you cough, and they don't want those germs in a patient yeah. because the room is sterile. Your everything in that room is sterile. Your equipment is sterile. Your gloves are sterile. Your gown is sterile. Everything is sterile. It's not about the mask in that room, people. The entire surgery suite is sterile. So quit being fucking stupid. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. I, I don't understand how people can apply logic to one thing and they can't use that same logic for something else. Oh, you mean like going to a restaurant and you can't be seated without wearing a mask? But once you <laughs> sit down, you can take it off because COVID goes straight over your head. Now, if you're talking about me, um, I'm really short, so COVID could go straight <laughs> over my head when I'm standing up. Hence, I shouldn't have to wear a mask anyway yeah. because I'm short. So there you go. And apparently you can't... And of course, if it's airborne... Obviously, it's not going to drop into your space where you're sitting or drop on your table or your forks or anything else because it's safe for you to wear not wear a mask when you sit down. So obviously, it just stays in the air and a, above. And, a, and apparently, it goes to sleep at 10 p.m. and it comes and back it at 5 a.m. It, it has a curfew and it does not infect... Um, Peaceful protesters, actual peaceful protesters that aren't catching shit on fire um, or firebombing police cars or anything like that. Um, actual peaceful protesters, it does infect them. Yeah. But it doesn't infect riotous mobs. Yeah. So, you know, it's pretty fucking smart, honestly. Yeah. COVID likes yeah. Uh, COVID likes protests, protests, but they don't it like they don't like elections. It doesn't go in voting. Walmart or Target either. <laughs> yeah. Um, it only goes into small businesses. So where there's I'm less people, saying, where there's less people in there. I think I'm going to write a book about this. Do's <laughs> and don'ts of COVID safety. There you go. Do's and don'ts. If you're a COVID particle, don't go to Walmart. <laughs> Don't go to Lowe's or any big chain stores. 
because your interest is not allowed. But please definitely infect all of the small businesses you can go to the yeah. you can go to the clothes store and touch every piece of clothing in there and exactly. they're not sanitizing it and i'm just gonna tell you i used to work retail a long time ago people are nasty if people sneeze in the store and say a little boo boo comes out of your nose onto your hand people wipe that shit on the clothes females have their monthly flow visit uh in the clothes and put them back on the rack. I'm just saying, people are nasty. So the germs <laughs> that you come in contact with literally every single day. How many how many dudes have you seen pick their nose in their car? I do. I, I don't I do. really see women picking their nose <laughs> yeah, very often. I usually a dude. And so, uh, that you know, a lot of people don't wash their hands. So guess what? You got booger paws on everything too. Yeah. So you got booger paws, ant flow, and snotty booger uh, oysters, you know, and people touch literally everything, everywhere. And so, like, for you to be terrified of COVID just shows that you are really not in tune with how people are every day. Yeah. Think about your phone screen. Your phone screen literally... It's nasty. So are your remotes at home. How many times do people at home ever clean their remotes? And see, my daughter did a science fair project on that. She swabbed the TV remote and she took it in to the lab that I work next to and they grew it. And there were like 57 different types of bacteria and I do clean the remotes, wow. but it's just from a daily thing because everybody's got bacteria on their hands. Yeah. And so you're, how many people are constantly touching their phone? Do you literally wipe your phone down every five minutes? No, you no. don't. So you've got tons of bacteria on it. Did you sneeze? Did you wash your hands after you sneezed? Did you go poop and not wash your hands? <laughs> you got poop particles. You've literally got poo chunks on your hands and you're touching doorknobs and your steering wheel or, you know, whatever. <laughs> All the time. Uh, Just saying. Everybody dropped dead from, from that? No, no, they didn't. Mm-mm. 2020 has been an interesting, interesting switch. 20. 20- 2020 was an interesting experiment because it showed the, um, I won't even call them elites. I'm going to call them pretenders. Um, It showed all the pretenders how dumb our society really is. Oh my God, if we tell them that they are literally going to drop dead uh, like all these fake videos from China, people are going to believe it. Yep. They're going to stay away from their families. They're not going to go to church. They won't worship. Uh, they won't talk loud in their home. They won't laugh or sing or anything like that because it's all dangerous and everyone's going to die from it. And you know what? We proved them right. We p- proved to them just yeah. how fucking dumb down we are. Yeah. Literally. We did half the work for them already. And they're probably laughing their asses off. Fauci's like, oh, my God, I'm going to make millions off of this uh, virus. 
and I'm going to buy some more stocks and uh, big pharma. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Fauci, man. He's been here <laughs> since the AIDS AIDS epidemic. <laughs> like, come on. He is an AIDS epidemic. <laughs> and then when... um. I remember when Judy Mal, what's her name? Judy Mal, Malkovich. Yeah, I remember when she, you know, dropped her documentary and everything. And yep. make of it. Yeah, she exposed everything. Was getting exposed quickly, quickly, quickly when it first came about. And I was see, I, that's how that's how glued I was to all this, Janet. That I every I was there every press every day when Trump was doing the the press conferences. Yeah, I was there every yep. day, tapped in, tapped in, and thinking, thinking, like just trying to pick up, like nah, like he. He, no, he's 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 on our side. He's gonna do something, and I do believe he was on our side, but I don't know. I think they silenced him. Or you don't? Yeah, th- or you think he's he, part of the problem? Or you think he was part of the theater? A lot of people believe that he is, um, because of supposed family ties. But here's the thing. Um, I am one of those people that unless you show me proof, I'm not going to just jump on it and be like, oh, his bloodline was such and such. And and, oh, my God, he went to a Jesuit university. So he is out to destroy the world. Um, So did Bob, ladies and gentlemen. And Bob is not a cabal member. I can promise you that. Um, they went to the same university, actually. And so, you know, and then it was like, oh, he's a Freemason because, look, he's holding an envelope. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> how many times have you gotten mail out of the mailbox and held an envelope in your hand? Are you a Mason? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Like some of the, not saying it, it's not possible, right. but some of the theories I've heard. I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, you are really, like, did you get the COVID shot? Because <laughs> you seem kind of retarded. Just going to say. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, people's reasoning for things, I will listen. But if it's, like, so outlandish and far-fetched, I'm like, mm-hmm. you get dropped on your head a lot as a baby because I'm thinking you might have. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm in I'm in California, Janet. So you know we we we're in we're in liberal. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're in liberal hell. Yes, yeah. I'm an hour from um LA, kind of a 45 minutes to an hour from LA. So our our my area is more conservative. So yeah. our our it was do- it was nice that our um I live in a a city called Riverside. And, yeah, uh, I know where that's at. Uh, yeah, so I'm in Riverside, and my husband's from California. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm from here, and mm-hmm. our our sheriff from the beginning said we're not gonna be shutting down businesses, we're not gonna be enforcing mm-hmm. these masks. So I I respected that because we stayed open as much as we as much as we possibly could as far as the indoor dining and everything. And eventually, I guess he felt he tapped, you know, he just gave into, and they closed everything down. Cause I think it's more so that people are just complaining. Oh, why is it still open? Why is this and. Mm-hmm. That's because you're always going to have a Karen somewhere. Um, Karens. Unfortunately, that uh, Karens exist and you can't do anything about it. Maybe they could make vaccinations that uh, for Karens, Karen syndrome. Um, I think I'll work on that. But it's kind of one of those things. It depends on where you were at yeah. in California. 
um because like the orange county areas is, is very oh, they, um they stayed very open cons- yeah. yeah very conservative and you know whatnot and then if you go into la <sighs> that is like the literal fucking cesspool armpit butthole of california yes outside of nancy pelosi's house <laughs> um just because it's like if you don't wear a mask you're gonna get a 500 fine yeah and then if you violate it twice you're gonna go to prison and all this like like if you don't um like if you don't uh cooperate with the lockdown we're gonna shut all your utilities off i mean that that fucking garcetti he is a wannabe newsome and he is literally a piece of fucking human garbage i mean i think him and the mayor of chicago Lori lightfoot (laughs) should actually procreate and have uh monster children um that came from a horror movie because the two of them together yeah, I'm just saying. You know, in the beginning of COVID, we talked about Orange County right now. And they, they, the beaches did stay open, but in the beginning, they did. They only had certain sections of the beach open. Right. And then right. I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, this is a. Why would you do this when everyone's gonna be in the same spot? Aren't you guys trying to spread us out? Right. Just little stuff like that. It where makes, I, it makes perfect sense. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I have a a friend that lives in a different area in California, and, um. She's like, it, you know, they like they were trying to arrest people for going to the beach or going outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she lives like on the beach. I mean, the beach is in her front yard. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, trying to impose whatever. And she's like, I turned into like a stealthy ninja because she's like, I, I like to be outside. And so she's like, I got so sneaky that I would figure out like what their route was. And so like I could run down and like jump in the water real quick and then like, you know, take a little short walk on the beach and run back up to my house before they oh came by. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And I was like, what kind of, kind of life is that? I'm yeah. like, how, how is it appropriate for someone to arrest you for being outside? I mean, show me, show me where there's a law on the books anywhere that exists where it's a violation to be outside of your house. Mm. I just want to know because that doesn't exist anywhere. That law is not anywhere. Just saying. Yeah, that's true, though. That's true. So. All right, Jay. Before we get out of here, Janet, I want to ask you a, a fun, a fun question. Who are your top five politicians to make fun of? Um, Nancy Pelosi. Um, Joe Biden. <laughs> hmm, not a politician, but I love to make fun of Fauci. Uh-huh. Um, and not another politician, but I like to make fun of Bill Gates. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, politician. That's Mitch McConnell. I, I have always every time we've ever had a draft on no mercy i always pick mitch mcconnell because um he is a turtle um he's a snapping turtle and he's dirty and so yeah i'm saying <laughs> mitch mcconnell 
Politicians are funny. If I put my glasses on and make a face, I could probably look like him, but I'm not going to do that right now. Yeah. Man, Janet. Okay, so politically, communism coming? It's already here? Socialism is already here? What do you? They are trying to usher it in really fast because um, Biden's Build Back Better plan came from the World Economic Forum. It is word for word, literally the things that you will hear from Klaus Schwab. Mm. Um, you also have heard it from, um, what's his fucking name? Boris Johnson. <laughs> Boris Johnson. Uh, I hate that uh, guy. <laughs> Macron and um, Trudeau. They all have the Build Back Better Hold on. Sorry, allergy season. <laughs> um, but the you know the Build Back Better plan is uh, the World Economic Forum. It is ushering in the quote Great Reset, where you will own nothing, and you will be happy that you don't have anything. Um, it is. If people don't know about that, you really need to look into that. You need to educate yourself uh, because they are coming to take your personal property, um, your home, your car, and everything else that they see fit. Um, so, yeah, uh, they are really making a push for communism in a quick way because, you know, capitalism sucks. And if capitalism sucks, I just want to say – uh, then obviously you people all like the same things. You all eat the same foods. Um, you all like the same music. You all wear the same clothes and nobody has a personal choice to like anything else because there won't be any other options. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what capitalism is. It gives you choices yep. of products and services that you want or desire when you take that away um all of the bright rainbow pacifier crayon happy times with unicorns and rainbow shooting out their butts that you like so much um that all goes away and it goes into a gray area because um you won't have choices anymore so you will eat government cheese and moldy bread you won't get soy lattes and you know artisan loaf bread anymore <laughs> artisan i'm loaf just bread. saying <laughs> just saying that's and the people that wish for those things um really are very uneducated to the point where um i'm really sad to say but you probably got a degree in gender studies in school and learned literally nothing about <laughs> history or the way the world works. So there you go. My opinions. <laughs> Janet, thank you. Thank you so much for your energy. Thank you so much for your perspective on my show. I enjoy really You're having welcome. this conversation with you. You're welcome. And you got to come on mine next. Oh, say less, Janet. I'm so down. All right. Just hit it's me. a date, my dear. It's a date. Just let me know when I'm there. It's a date. I will hit you up, my dear. All right, Janet. Thank you for having me. Okay, thank you so much. The wonderful, deplorable Janet. I'll talk to you soon, Janet. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.
there it is another episode for you guys i've been on a roll lately i've been recording so much for you guys <laughs> i think it's time i you know never mind i don't like saying too much no more i say too much i hope you guys enjoyed that conversation i really enjoyed it It was nice to have to talk from a perspective of not like everything's fake and um because i haven't talked like that with someone in a minute just about the political stuff going on because it was so hard i was so tempted just to be like you know oh that's everything fake everything fake i don't i don't care no more everything fake but i respect everyone's truth i respect what everyone has to bring to this to this community and to some level shit is going down in the political game and Hey, maybe I should still have a ear, a ear to the streets. Maybe not my full attention like how I did initially. Like, just be super invested. But I feel like I do need to keep an ear to the political streets. So shout out to Janet for just refreshing me, my memory. And well, not refreshing it, but just bringing new information to my attention and just having her break down even more things. And she's funny as hell, guys. Like, I was, you know, her Nancy Pelosi voice. <laughs> Uh, I love energy like that. I love blunt people. I love people who don't don't care. And you know we don't care on conspiracy. You know we over overly blunt over here. And she's exactly that. She's overly blunt. So thank you, Janet. That was deplorable Janet, formerly from the No Mercy podcast. I guess, you know. I thought she was still part of No Mercy. I guess she's not. But hey, all love to Janet. I appreciate her. Again, someone with the with um if you go on her accounts, obviously her following don't don't represent her real following in my eyes. You know, I, Janet Janet's a legend. I don't care. Janet's a legend to me. I've been a fan of hers. She always made the No Mercy pods better, in my opinion. And when they have her on there, the way she just the her vibe and the way she just clowns them, the way she just you know y'all saw her swag on this episode. I love it. I love and I love her energy. So shout out to the beautiful Janet, and I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Hit subscribe if you're if you're a follower of Janet's and you like what I have to bring to the table. If you like this show, if you like Chris Spiracy, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please follow me on SoundCloud. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts except Spotify because they banned your boy. Go on YouTube, Overly Blunt TV. You'll see Chris Spiracy on there. Um, and go listen to Overly Blunt. You know, go subscribe to that. Go tap into that. That will be coming back shortly. I'm telling you guys, my other podcast coming back shortly. And it's a whole different side of Chris X, Matt. It's a whole different side of me, you know. So shout out to all the new listeners and followers again. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. And I will see you guys next session. I'm out of here. Chris Spiracy. Okay. Grab your folders and your bags, it's the end of class, good looking Chris X Matt. We'll be sure to make it back for the next session that you're hosting. See you right in the next show. And grab your folders and your bags, it's the end of class, good looking Chris X Matt. We'll be sure to make it back for the next session that you're hosting. See you right in the next show. And